Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Better Living. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. Today we are talking about Denton Freedom House, their website, DentonFreedomHouse.org. In studio with me, their growth and development director, Chad Eskew. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Thank you very much for joining me. All right, so Denton Freedom House. Talk to me about what this organization is. What do you guys do? So we are, we're a men's home located uh, in Denton, Texas, and we uh, take men off of the streets, out of prison, uh, men struggling with addictions, coming out of uh, broken homes, uh, and we uh, introduce them to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we're uh, a discipleship program, and uh, our mission statement is to liberate the broken from their bondage of sin and addiction by the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ and then to equip them to become prosperous disciples of Christ with kingdom vision, purpose, and direction. Are most of the men that come into the organization uh, on drugs or alcohol, is that normally the case for the guys that you help out? Absolutely. Uh, Most of them are uh, coming out of some sort of drug addiction or alcohol addiction, Um, and nowadays we're seeing more and more men coming out of gaming addictions, video games, uh, pornography, uh, things of that nature. I thought you meant gambling. So it's video game addictions is something you guys are dealing with. Absolutely. Are all problems dealt with in the same way? Yes. We deal with all all of the problems, all of the addictions. Um, what we've seen and what I've seen in my own life, the only answer is uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ and to introduce them to a relationship with the Lord. When did you get involved with this organization? Um, I got involved back in January of 2015. I had uh, spent 18 years of my life in drug addiction from uh, the age of 11 to 29. I um, had a knee surgery back in seventh grade. I was into sports heavily. I had a knee surgery and began to take pain pills in middle school. That led me on 18, 19 years of drug addiction in and out of jails and prison and I spent uh, all of my life just really destroying relationships, um, hurting my family, uh, using drugs, and uh, I find myself in jail back in 2014 in Tarrant County. I caught my third felony and found myself in an absolute place of brokenness, hopelessness. Um, I had no hope and uh, finally cried out to the Lord in my jail cell and uh, was born again, received Christ, and had an immediate heart change, but still had uh, I got out of jail 90 days later and had the option. My only option was to go back to the streets um, or go to a place called the Denton Freedom House, which I had heard about uh, about the ministry about two years prior because my mom informed me about a faith-based program that took men in at no cost and introduced them to the gospel. So I had had a heart change and finally was in a place to uh, make a make a change and receive a change into my life. So I went to the Denton Freedom House, and they took me in at no cost, that was January 28, 2015, provided me a place to sleep. Um, they provided me food, clothing, shelter, and I always, above everything else, love uh, without uh, considering any of my circumstances or where I'd been. They took me in and began to teach me about Jesus and 
uh, what had taken place in my heart and uh, just that I was a new creation, that the old me was gone and that I was uh, created new in Christ. So, Talking to people that have been a part of the organization from both sides is I have found the best way to understand what an organization is all about. So I'm glad that you are the one here today representing Denton Freedom House. You said that you started doing pills at a really young age. Would you say 11 years old? Uh, probably 11 or 12. And so I'm assuming this is, this developed into an opiate addiction? Opiate addiction throughout most of my high school. I was uh, also uh, diagnosed with ADHD at a young age, so I was uh, into Adderall quite a bit, which a lot of the kids these days are getting put on, and yeah. I have used that for many, many years. Um, the last four years of my addiction was uh, methamphetamines. I tried methamphetamines for the first time at the age of 26, and I uh, was on the streets, on and off the streets in Dallas and Tarrant County for about three years uh, once my family had finally cut me off. And A lot of times people say that meth is one of those drugs where you try it once and it's it's got you. Is that the case that you uh, found? Is that is that something that you relate to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it was not a progressive uh, thing for me uh, with an addictive personality already at that time as soon as I tried meth it was that was all there was uh, for and it was just a matter of really days before uh, well weeks before I found myself on the streets and so your experience was that extreme sure. where you found that you'd been dealing with this the majority of your life addiction in some form or fashion no matter what it was just addiction and then you discovered methamphetamines, and then within weeks, you're homeless and on the street. Sure. Is that something that you see regularly when you work in a place like Freedom House, or are you an extreme example? I wouldn't say. I'd say that most of the men that come into our house have are at the absolute bottom. Maybe that's just happened to them. Um, uh, a lot of the, the men that we take in have been on the streets for months and months or um, have just come out of prison. You know, they've hitting rock bottom, they've been locked up, and they go in. A lot of times uh, they'll they'll have a spiritual experience in jail. Maybe somebody came in and ministered to them in jail, and uh, Denton County Jail knows Denton Freedom House very well, mm. and we get a lot of referrals from them. We also have uh, people that go in and minister uh, in the jails, and so uh, Freedom House is very well known in the Denton area, and we're becoming more and more known throughout the Dallas and Collin County and Tarrant County, and um, there's uh, men coming to us from all over the country, just referral-based, um, uh, and we're as we continue to grow, and so it's, it's pretty amazing. When you said that you caught a third felony, were you looking at serious jail time because of that? Yeah, so my, my that third felony was— You always a, hear that three strikes and you're out thing. So I, I'm trying to understand what your situation was— to where you are today because I'm looking at you I'm talking to you I've met your wife I don't see anything about what you're talking about in you sitting right here before me so three strikes you're out what were you facing at that time in your life so that the third felony was was God picking me up and putting me in a place to be still and to really cry out to him that that charge was a robbery charge and it was the the highest charge that I've ever had and it was I was facing 2 to 10 years in prison for that charge and that got me to the I mean I was terrified I was going to TDC I had done I had other state jail felonies which are you know smaller they're not uh they're smaller smaller felonies but they're still felonies so yeah long story short uh, I cried out to the Lord I gave my life to him in jail and my heart changed immediately, and I began to uh, 
just not be attracted to the gambling in jail and to the cursing. I just began to read my Bible and not knowing what the future looked like still had, I mean, I had a hope immediately um, and peace in my heart that came from the Lord. And uh, 90 days into that sentence, I got called to court and they had dropped my charge down from a robbery to a theft, Mm. um, which is a misdemeanor. And I was released that same day. You got some help to get out of jail, but in the kind of situation you were in, that could honestly almost be a bad thing because it would allow you to fall right back into old habits. Absolutely. You said that your mother mentioned Denton Freedom House. So explain to me how you got from slipping out of a heavier charge to finding Denton Freedom House. Because you, you may have been in the most dangerous situation at that point. Sure, and I've had many decisions throughout my life to go the right direction or to go back to my vomit, so to speak, as it says in the Bible. And I've... Uh, chose many, many times to go back to my vomit, and I think uh, we all have a decision to make, and we, we uh, I think for me, the fact that my mom was bold enough, and she never stopped praying, her and her, my entire family never stopped praying, and uh, even though it was two years before I made the decision, before God got me to a place to where I was ready to completely surrender, she never stopped telling me or planting the seed, so I mean, that's my encouragement to to family members and to people mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, because we all have been affected by addiction in some way or another. As a loved one, personally, so you know somebody that's uh, been homeless or had some sort of an addiction problem if it hasn't been you personally. And uh, the fact is, is we got to be bold. We got to be courageous with our testimony. And um, my mom planted a seed with me many years before and may uh, never cease to continue to tell me about the Freedom House. And she knew that anything that she was doing would be an en- enabling me. Mm. So the past year of my life, or before I came, you know, got arrested and came to know Christ, she, my whole family completely cut me off because it was the safest thing for them. And that was the best thing that they could have done, was completely release me to the Lord, really. How did she discover Denton Freedom House? Um, she, uh, like most, most families that refer men to our, our, to the home, um, my sister-in-law's cousin's son had gone to the Freedom House probably six years ago now, or maybe seven years ago now. He had came to the program and had a great experience, and they uh, just began to share that. She, my sister-in-law shared that with my mom, and my mom shared that with me, and just continue to randomly text that to me, you know, in random days and say, hey, remember there's Freedom House. It costs no money. And because most people like myself, when I got out of jail, I had no money, no insurance and debt. It's something that people do not think about when they when they think about the reality of that. When you were getting all these texts and hearing about Denton Freedom House from your mom, was it annoying? Absolutely. To you? <laughs> Absolutely. And I thought I'm never going there. I will never go there. But then when I got out of jail that night, there wasn't any other option. There was no doubt in my mind that that's where I was going. Chet Eskew is the Growth and Development Director of Denton Freedom House. You can find them online at DentonFreedomHouse.org. Normally with an organization like this, at this point in the interview, I would just start asking you about how the program runs and, and the programs and services that are offered. We can actually just ask you about your journey through it, and we can learn about all these programs as we go. So talk to me about what happens when you first showed up to Denton Freedom House. How did it work for you? Well, I first uh, started off by going online to www.dentonfreedomhouse.org. That's our the website, and I filled out an online application there uh, to come into the home. It took me about 15, maybe 20 minutes, and just, just asked me extensive questions about uh, my past and about where I was currently at. And uh, the, the application process to get into the Freedom House is 
one thing that we we're not a homeless shelter. We're a men's home. We're a discipleship program. So there's a lot of homeless shelters out there that are great for people that want just temporary one nights, you know, just to get shelter for the night. But uh, we really, our program, it's a six month minimum. So when the men come, anybody that comes into our program commits to six months minimum, depending on any kind of disciplinary action or um, things that are added. Um, so um, it's a big commitment, you know, so they'll fill out the application process and then the admission director uh, will call that person back and just do an on the phone interview. And then after that interview, if everything sounds good, they'll go to the next step. I, um, so I went out to the Freedom House after my on, uh, over the phone interview and took all of my stuff Um and then based off my face-to-face interview, if they would receive me or not, and um, they they allowed me to come into the home, and I made a six-month commitment. And um, just from the, the first day, I mean, every every day is filled from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. I mean, everybody wakes up at 6 o'clock, and you clean your room, and then you get into, uh, we do quiet time at uh, 6.30, and then we do corporate prayer at 7 o'clock, where we uh, just gather around and we pray for each other, pray for our families. Um, we do, after we eat, we do a, a class of Proverbs from 8.30 to 9.30. So we go through the Proverbs of the day. Uh, so today is the 7th. Uh, so we would uh, the men would have read through Proverbs 7, chapter 7 today. And then uh, we do different classes throughout the day till 2.30. So we have teachers from local churches and uh, people that come in and teach the men. Um, and that's uh, really intense for the first 30 to 45 days. And then we also... Uh, we own a coffee shop in Denton called Zera Coffee Denton, and it's a, it's a, it's a huge, it's a non-for-profit business under the the umbrella of the Denton Freedom House. But um, you go in and you buy coffee, and any of the profits come back into the Denton Freedom House. Um, so, do the guys work there? We do this, so that's a, an excellent opportunity for the men to kind of get back into the community and begin to work and learn how to be baristas and just the basics of working uh, in a business. But they get to, after we've You've been in the Freedom House for 30 to 45 days. Your relationship with the Lord is growing. You've kind of got a foundation under your belt. Then we, uh, you get to go work at the coffee shop a couple times a week, uh, do like an eight-hour shift, and the men are serving coffee, and they're sharing their testimony uh, with the, the people that come in. Um, this is right off the Texas Women University campus in Denton. Hmm. Um, so we've got a lot of college students that come in, and they do Bible studies, and um, we uh, can host different events at Zera. Like uh, bridal sh- or bridal bridal showers and different uh, receptions, we've got a big space um, that allows for people to come in and uh, huge space. So you've got couches and coffee tables and intimate places and places that are busy. So it's a it's an excellent place to bring and come to groups and Bible studies and things. So and then excellent coffee. You said it's an, a minimum of sixty days. How long? Minimum of six months. Minimum so 180 of six days. months. Excuse me. Minimum of six months. How long did you end up doing? So I went through the first, uh, f- well, I, so I graduated. the When I came through five years ago, it was a one-year program. So it was a one-year uh, one program. So I did six months in phase one, and then I actually uh, just felt called by the Lord to do a, a year internship, mm. um, which is an option for people that are kind of called into ministry and I immediately just felt like God had done such a work in my heart and like I being somebody that was so hopeless at one point and now had so much hope within a small amount of time, I needed to share that and just be a part of other people's stories as they come into the program. And so I uh, committed to a year internship. So an inter- internship, you commit to a year and that you do 
a year and then after your year internship then the the management or staff will talk about possibly bringing you on to staff if that's something that's good so i did a year internship in the kitchen and uh, just learned a lot in that area and just had a disciple men and lead men, even though I'd never been in the kitchen before, but was able to just kind of use leadership skills to, and then learned a lot on how to cook. And I was going to ask, was it all leadership skills or did you actually learn how to cook when you were in there? I learned how to cook, but <laughs> I'll have to tell you that um, I learned to cook for 50, not two. Okay. Uh, so I, I remember I went to my mom's house once to, uh, we, we were just having breakfast and, uh, you know, I went to open up the muffins and I just ripped the whole package open. Because we're used to opening up like 10 packages of muffins right. to feed everybody. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I thought, oh, sorry. But um, I had a great time in there. And then um, I managed the kitchen for a year. So I did about two years in the kitchen after I came through the program in phase one. A year internship, six months in management. And then uh, one day our founder and his wife came and asked me if uh, what I thought about uh, being in development and growth. And and I thought that they had lost their minds. I was going to ask, did that surprise you? It did. Now, my, my past, and throughout my 20s, I did a lot of door-to-door sales and direct sales and was never living for the Lord and made great money and um, did motivational speaking and opened up offices, but never thought that I could use that to glorify God. And when they asked me um, what I thought about development and growth, and I'm like, what does that mean? And you know, I was still trying to get my driver's license back, and I had I was on probation, and I just thought that that's. But God just blew me out of the water. I told him, you know, whatever you think would would be good, I'll do it for the ministry. And um, from that day on, that was back in December of 2016. Um, I remember I started on December 16th, and we were in the middle of planning for our, our second gala ever, and it was the first one at the Texas Motor Speedway, and they put me in charge of it, and I thought. Y'all have lost it, and it ended up being the absolute best thing that's ever happened to me. In so, what way? Why was it so good for you? I got to realize that all of the the sales and the training that I had learned, uh, even in my sin and in my mess, I was going to be able to use to glorify God and to to help a ministry that had changed my life. And uh, so we've uh, the the ministry's grown tremendously, not just because of me, but we've we've made some changes. We've got God's brought new leadership, a CFO, a CEO into our ministry. Um, you know, people like my wife, uh, they brought her. So she's, uh, we work hand in hand in development and growth and she's over all of the special events now. And, uh, a lot of the communication and donor retention and a donor follow up, which is just incredible. But yeah, I think I'm just blown away at the fact that I love to talk to people and I love to, especially now I know what God's done in my heart. I love to share that testimony because it glorifies him and increases people's faith, especially those that have known me in my sin and in the past. And uh, so that's what I do all day. I just basically just tell people about my testimony and I encourage them. I mean, everything we do it, when we bring men into the Freedom House, they pay nothing. And it costs a lot of money to run a ministry. We have around 40 to 50 men in the in the program. I was going to ask. Time. That's a lot. It's a lot of men. It costs a lot of money. And everything we do is, is uh, well, a large portion of what we, about 80% of our, our uh, expenses uh, is paid by people donating and uh, just events that we do. So we've, since we've been, uh, Rachel and I, my wife, we, since we've been doing the events and development and growth, we've added a gala, you know, at the in the first quarter of every year. We had just added a golf tournament 
that we're doing. We have a uh, we're participating North Texas Giving Day, which is a huge online uh, giving day here in Dallas and North Texas. And then we do a, a 5K race that we started. So we got a lot of different fun activities that we're doing to bring the community together. And uh, there's a, a special event for everyone, you know. So um, we're finding people, we're bringing them in. All of our events are they're geared around Jesus and what He's doing in and through our ministry. And we use them to uh, to really to share to share testimony, to share the gospel, and to encourage people and. Uh, the Lord is definitely changing lives, uh, and He's restoring families through our ministry. He's restoring fathers to back to their children, um, husbands back to their wives. Uh, it's it's absolutely incredible. But it's a messy, it's a messy ministry. It's uh, <laughs> I can't. Our CEO always says there's a bunch of dirty diapers around the Denton Freedom House because uh, we are a triage center. Really, we're taking the men at their absolute worst point. Uh, and we're just we really just start off by trying to love them at their worst and uh, just tell them about this guy named Jesus that came and laid down his life for all of us you know what were the programs and things that you did there that were hard for you when you showed up and we will talk about the things that you really responded to but what was tough for you at first when you when you got to Denton Freedom House well some of the toughest things was I mean people telling me when to get up and when to go to bed and uh, when you can go to the bathroom and when you couldn't, you know, we're, there's uh, something about structure, something about discipline, and uh, just getting uh, a lot of us before we come to Freedom House were just lawless. We had no, um, no responsibility. We had no, uh, you, you just did what you want when you wanted to. And there's something about being able to submit to authority. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that was tough for me at the beginning. You know, get up at six, clean your room. Um, now I see the the uh, just how important that is to be able to say, okay, yeah, absolutely, I'll do that because it seems to be more and more popular the the saying that there's freedom and discipline. Do you agree with that? I absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. I think that submission and surrender and you know for me is just knowing that that God has me in a certain place for a reason, and then just to be able to trust in Him in that moment and. Because if not, I mean, if we're always trying to question what's happening or what's going on, uh, you're missing, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times what God has in store for you. So, What were some of the things that Denton Freedom House helped you to do to help lead a more normal life besides the more, you know, religious aspects or, or even therapeutic aspects? Well, I think, I mean, just in the basic uh, necessities of, I mean, getting up, um, just being responsible, you make your bed. You uh you have good hygiene. You you know you brush your teeth. Not that all of those things. I mean, just overall. Of course. I mean, right. you've got a group of men that are all striving for the same thing. For the most part, the majority of everybody is uh, trying to better themselves. So together, um, you're just uh, just trying to better your your hygiene, your um your health. You know, we we try to to eat well. We try to stay nourished and we exercise and and then just the basics of um. You know, when you start getting visits with your family, you know, being respectful for, with your family and your children and um, how do you, I mean, even just dealing with anger and depression and uh, those feelings, how do you deal with those and uh, how do you, um, when they when they come, how are, you know, just, just the basic uh, aspects of life and things that we run into. And I mean, that's phase one, you're dealing with a lot of the basics, you know, and then we have a phase two part of the program. After the six months when the men graduate, um, 
we encourage them to stay at the Freedom House for another four to six months for phase two, where they transition out of uh, phase one into phase two. They get a job um, out in the community. We help them to get a job and transition. So they're working. They pay $400 a month in rent, but they still live at the Freedom House. They live in the dorms. They have accountability. They have the structure. They have classes that they have to attend to at night. They have a curriculum. Um, so, um, but then they have a little bit more free time, especially if they have families on Saturdays and Sundays, they can spend time with their kids, but they're not completely released to go back into their homes where it could be tension still. Mm. Um, so then we just begin to work on, um, we do, uh, some marriage counseling for the, for the men that come in that are married and that, um, so we've got a couple that does, uh, marriage counseling, uh, different times throughout the week to, to really just try to break through some of those, um, yeah, some of the tough times. It's important to mention this is a home for men, but you do include the families in this process. You would have to if Absolutely. you want success. Absolutely. Yeah, so we, you've got a lot of just marriages that are literally divorce papers are, are about to be signed and submitted, and we see God just work miracles, um, but that takes time. I mean, it's not something that you do in a week or two. It takes time. It takes more than six months at times, but we really— um, it's not about, you don't just jump right in and fix both people. Um, we see that the man has to get good and right with God. And so a lot of times the wife or the spouse, and then we bring them together. Uh, and then uh, through counseling and time, uh, we begin to see God, you know, heal uh, that relationship and restore it. So, and then the children, I mean, mm. a lot of times the children have been so neglected or the the wife has, or the significant other has, um, been taking care of the child for so long. So, I mean, for a, a lot of times, the, the men have been so far into drugs and out of the relationship that just the basics of taking care of their, their child sober, um, you just learn to, um, it just takes time. So they get uh, visitations on Sunday. The families can come uh, to church on Sundays from 9 to 11. We have a church that's birthed out of the Freedom House, Sundays from 9 to 11, and then they can families can come and visit the men from 12 one to five on Sundays. So they get to spend time with their children and their wives or immediate family can come visit. You are living as an example and you are leading these guys into a better life from where you came from to where you are now. How do you reflect on that? How do you feel about that? I just, it's all God's grace and I give him all the glory and all the honor. I, I think I, I take it as an honor to be able to just serve um, I pray every day for my wife and I. We pray that God would just use us anyways, any way that he wishes. We've completely surrendered our lives to him. And if we can just help one person, you know, one man, because we get discouraged sometimes. We we see a lot of men come in and they just don't, they don't get it right away or they leave early. And um, all we can really do, we say we've got a 100% uh, success rate in Freedom House when it comes to sharing the gospel with everybody that comes into the home. So um, that's one thing that we know, and then we plant the seed, and then we pray. Again, we know that God will water that seed. And But, yeah, we, we, we find it's a lot of time. It's a 24-7 uh, ministry. We get calls throughout the night and all throughout the day. Um, but we see it's graduation nights every last Friday of the month. The men of that month graduate, and their families come, and we have dinner, and a big ceremony, and we call that payday at the Freedom House for all of the staff. We get to see just the fruit of the men and the lives, and the families get up and share the testimony of just restoration. And 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. If people need this organization's help, if they want to be in Denton Freedom House, what's the best way for them to do that? So the best way, again, would be to go online, www.dentonfreedomhouse.org. Um, you can go on to uh, just look at some of the the tabs at the top, and I believe it's need help or application. Um, just go up there, search, go to the website, and there's a place to fill out a volunteer application for those that want to volunteer, for anybody that needs help and wants to come into the home, fill out an application online. Um, and then there's obviously, we always need financial assistance. If anybody's ever led to do that, they can go online and there's a little uh, donate now button that they can go on and give. And then uh, we have an events tab. We have all kinds of events, the ones that I mentioned earlier that people can come and, uh, I mean, you can go online, go to events, check out what's coming up. And we need new people from the community to, to come out and to learn more about Freedom House and to be a part of what the Lord's doing. And it's, uh, we, I have yet to see somebody come out to our home or to some of our events and walk away and say, I don't want to be a part of that. Um, so it's, uh, we call it, uh, uh, what is it, tasting the Kool-Aid? <laughs> Drinking the Kool-Aid Drinking at the, the Kool-Aid. Denton Freedom House. All right, real quick, because we got to run. The first Tuesday of every month, you have an info luncheon at the Coffee House, at Zara Coffee House in Denton. That's from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And then they are not close on the calendar, but it's always good to know about events coming up. February 20th, you guys have a big gala event happening at the Texas Motor Speedway. That is happening at 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And then on May 16th, y'all have a golf tournament for Denton Freedom House as well. Yes, sir. All the details can be found at DentonFreedomHouse.org. Chad Eskew is their Growth and Development Director. Sir, it was great speaking with you. I really appreciate your time today, man. Thank you. It's been an honor. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.